Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hello, welcome to a jam-packed, special, five-year anniversary edition of the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. <laughs> and, wow, five flipping years. It's been a long time doing this. I'm out of here. Looking at you. <laughs> I know. Smelling your breath. <laughs> I got you something before we get started. Okay. I, was, I, didn't, I wanted to. Because I've been thinking a lot about you these past few weeks. Okay. You're on my mind. They say that you are what you eat. Okay. So I found these. And I said, I got to get here. I'm lightheaded from laughing. I'm taking a picture of this right for our patrons. This is the greatest thing ever. I am holding... <laughs> I wish I knew the episode reference. I wish I did too. I wish I did too. From Deep River Snacks, Honchos <laughs> Organic. Honchos. Hang on. Let me take the picture. Yeah. From Wait, one honcho well, to. You'll have to set it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. So, what do I do? Hold on. Do you not have to. You hit that. <laughs> And then you hit it. Do you not know how to do anything? <laughs> Wait, is looking at me. Wait, this is you. great for an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you now you take over. <laughs> Man, I was walking around. It's been. Uh, a week ago, two a week and a half ago, or something like that, I was walking around the store and I saw those, and I was like, "Man, I've got to get those for Heath." From uh, an episode where we were talking about Honcho Magazine, <laughs> you just made it. It turned out to be real. Anyway, we don't need to go there. <laughs> That's great. That is great. You dang right there, organic. Uh huh. Join the real ingredient. Revolution. Well, listen, if you can't trust a honcho, <laughs> what can you trust? Honchos, honcho cheese. I said, man, that is going to the house. That's all. Where'd you get that? Ingles. Good gravy. Oh, man. Oh, so this is our, uh, it's five years, man. We, we've already passed 250 episodes. Uh, but when this episode comes out, it's going to be ex almost exactly five years since yeah. episode number one. What got you? What made you get into wrestling? Mm -hmm. And we just wanted to talk about um, this is our first time recording um, since uh, my wife Karen passed away mm -hmm. um, just about two weeks ago. And um, so I just wanted to take, you know. I just wanted to look back over five years. What what are what are some things that have uh, changed in wrestling? Mm -hmm. What are some things that have changed about us? I wanted to take a deep introspection into the lives of. I'm just kidding. I just want to talk about what's happened in wrestling. And also, I didn't want to do a whole episode just talking about Karen 
But I felt like we could weave. She's definitely part of the story of this yeah, podcast. She's yeah, she's a. I don't want to say a character, but I mean she is a, a right a, a, an, an unheard. She's the uh, you know um, one of. There's several. Yeah. Um, remember the operator on Andy Griffith. Yeah. You know what I mean. You never saw her. She's say, always she's there. She's always there. You know what I mean? And I think we have those people. You're, yeah. you're you know, Karen, my nephew. Yeah. Um, my wife, your kids. <clears throat> my mom. Your mom, right. Yeah, your mom's a big one. My dad. Um, yeah. And I, so, I mean, let's just, like, it, it's weird for me today because the other times we've recorded at the house, um, it was out of was out of necessity. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, I need to be close to home today. Mm-hmm. Um, and now... Yeah, we've not recorded at your dinner table but two or three times, and it was always because, hey, I can do it, but this is going on today. And and, to, and, and now it is, it's by choice. Like, mm-hmm. this is, and moving forward, this is going to be the best and easiest place mm-hmm. for us to, to record. And... Um, I, you know, Karen um, was always uh, just always supportive of this show. She knew she didn't. She she didn't. I mean, she didn't understand podcasting. She didn't understand wrestling. Mm-hmm. She just knew that hanging out with you somehow kept me sane. Mm-hmm. And she knew that with our situation, that was good for me. To have that regularly scheduled outlet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said this on another podcast, but I'll say it to you live and, and in person. But Karen really thought a lot of you, man. She she knew uh, she knew how important you were to me. And that made you important to her. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she... she uh, even though she didn't know you that well, right. she liked you a lot because I liked you a lot, and that's what that was one of the things that made her a good, good woman. And if and if I'm being honest, and you and I have talked about this before, there were times you you saw the Huntington side, yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. And and you 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 really because over the last five years, I have probably had more regular. Other than church folks, I've had more regular contact with you than anybody. Mm-hmm. And so you have, man, you followed this whole deal. Mm-hmm. And so I say uh, thank you. I say thank you to all of our listeners. I'm very grateful for this show. Cannot imagine my life without this show. Cannot imagine without the the outlet that it's given me. And uh, I'm 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 excited about the future. I'm excited. I think the last thing Karen would have wanted is be like for this to end. You know what I mean? And you and I say it all the time. With, with or without a podcast, we're getting breakfast and lunch. We're hanging out. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Even not to go too deep into it, but we had knew that two weeks ago. Yeah. You were telling me. Hey, this is, you know, and yeah. we had already talked and said we're not going to record, but hey, how about I just get some pizza and come over there and we'll have lunch. Right, right. And then you texted me and said, this is, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? That yeah. morning and, it, and, you know, um, I don't have to tell you what happened. But right, I mean, right. Um, 
you know, and not being funny, I'm being serious. No, but, no, yeah. But you knew, and, and we we wind up not getting the pizzas and, and just having lunch. But yeah, we're always gonna. I don't ever want to not be friends. Even I don't. We're, the show's not going anywhere. But, <laughs> but if it, but if <coughs> right, it did, you know, and you know. I thought a lot of her too. I didn't know her well. I mean, I you know we've talked about when I when we first started doing the show, she was still, she was driving and yeah. I mean you know it was she used to get out. Remember she was always being and out of the church over there. And yeah, I love the fact that when you say she didn't know much about the podcast and this and that and the other, I loved the fact she was very real. Yeah, and that she would just walk in. Yeah, and start talking. Right, it's like I don't you know. Yeah. I'm going to need you to take those headphones off. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I, right. I got something I need to talk to you right, about. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I, I, like, I always thought that was just, it was funny to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? When she would just kind of open up the door and start, she would be like in mid-sentence. She, yeah. already, she was already talking to you before yeah. you got in the door. And I always thought that was funny, man. Yeah, she, uh, there's not a red recording on the air light no. outside of no. where we're recording. Uh, yeah, she didn't care, man. She did not care. Um. Oh man, but uh, yeah, I mean, she was, uh, you know, one of our, uh, you know, behind the scenes, you know, one of our biggest, one of our biggest supporters, and and uh, you know, yeah. she's gonna gonna be gonna be missed. So I mean, so I mean, I never, never in a million years, like if you had told me, uh. And, and the people that listen to this show probably don't know a lot about, you know, personal life or whatever. Listen, if you'd have told me five years ago when we started this, she'd be gone in five, never in a million years. Yeah. Her dad. If you'd have told me a month ago. Right. Right. The last time we recorded. Right. This wasn't even on my radar. No. Um, so even though she's been sick for a while, man, it's still it's still a bit of a. I remember. I heard you. Still a bit of a shock. You say on your other podcast, we were. And I remember you struggling trying to describe it. Yeah. But you said something like we were preparing for a marathon and it wound up being a 40-yard dash. Yeah. You know, and that was, um, you know. Um, so, so to me, like, just thinking about this podcast being five years, um, we, we, you know, you mentioned that on the last episode we talked about the Royal Rumble that – uh you know, we started this because of Steve Austin's podcast. We heard the interview with Dusty Rhodes. We're like, man, we could do a podcast. And I, luckily, I had our we were po- already doing one at the time. And I kind of knew, okay, we could do this and this and this. And our setup and equipment has changed so much yeah. since we started. Um, but just thinking those five years, like Steve Austin, his podcast is on hiatus now. Yeah. Just this week, I had started subscribing to Kevin Kelly. He was doing a podcast, and it was going to be like a whole network, but he was doing like a daily five-minute, just a news podcast, just a real quick. Right. He announced this morning, done, after four episodes. Really? Done. The whole thing, gone. Makes you wonder why. (laughs) I haven't seen. Somebody said, hey, hopefully this means we're getting a longer podcast. He said, unfortunately not. I don't know. Um. But Strange. but to think that we're still here, picking it up and putting it down. Five years ago, mm-hmm. if I had said, uh, 
Mark, Donald Trump is going to be president. <laughs> or if I'd even said Donald Trump's going to run for president. I would have believed that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, he had before. I mean, so it's not a... Had he run for president? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he had. What year? Yeah, because he had another book he was trying to sell. <laughs> um, and it was all, it went over everybody's head. And he wrote another one, that, and he dumbed it down, and then he wrote... Um, five years ago when we started the podcast, the WD, WWE Network had not been announced. I remember that was one of the first episodes we recorded. Yeah. Was, was, and I remember like, I think I was, I, I know I was off that day. Yeah. And was just so pissed off because I was trying to get logged in and pay for it and you couldn't, it kept crashing and it was so, it was right. like a week before you could actually watch anything. And I just remember all we wanted all we wanted was the first thing I watched was like Starcade '83. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, um, even, I still to this day don't care much about the pay per views, but I watched uh, WWF Superstars yesterday. Right, yeah. right. Um, and I'm still wanting release all of World Class Championship Wrestling. Yeah, release. Well, you know all of Mid South. Um, on the uh, well, do you check the hidden gems? Stuff? Not enough. You should. There's a lot of stuff on there. You know, one of they my released. friends told me he canceled his subscription. Really? Oh, was that me? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's who I signed back up a while ago. But Did uh, you use my affiliate link? I don't have an affiliate link. I, I'm just I kidding. No, but uh, they went in and added a ton of uh, the AWA Christmas shows from each year. Ooh. The, the entire show. Really? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, the they added a, there's a bunch of stuff. That's what you need to be looking for on there. That's my little... Network Tidbit. tip: Go to the hidden gems tab mm. and click on it because there's a lot of stuff in there. How long before we're on the hidden gems? <clears throat> I think we already are. <laughs> Probably so. Um, five years ago, I, I remember when we first started doing this. You started introducing me to first of all to Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the first episodes we were talking about the best wrestling you've never seen. And I was just Googling some stuff and ran into a young man named uh, Prince Devitt. Uh-huh. And we just talked about him a good bit on our last episode about Royal Rumble. And But I remember you also introduced me to PWG. Mm-hmm. I want to spend some time talking about PWG. Because when we first started, the BOLA especially, uh-huh. the DVD release was like an event for you and I. Uh-huh. You were like, when it comes, you would order it, and then you would let me borrow it. And it was like, I, I remember being excited about that. And then the last couple of years, it just. This is not the same. And it, so, who would have thought that PWG would, in five years, would have peaked and then started. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it's easy to have yeah. predicted that. but Yeah, well, once everybody started copying them. and Right. Um they were doing something unique yeah. for a long time. It's just like we talk about around here, man. You got um, you got four or five guys that around this area that are top-notch. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, once they've all faced each other right. 15 times, I know right. there are certain fans yeah. that follow them around and will watch, yeah. you know, whatever. This guy versus this guy, Ethan Chase versus James Drake. Yeah, and I like. I don't have a problem with either. I mean, yeah, good. 
Um, but there are certain people you could put them on the card every Saturday night all around upstate South Carolina and, and Western North Carolina and whatever mm-hmm. over in Georgia. You could put them on the card every, and they do yeah. every Saturday night facing one another. And people would go and follow just to see that same match yeah. over and over and over again. But for me, once I've seen it a time or two, I'm, right. I'm good. I, you know, I want to see you face somebody new. Right. James Drake, he's moved on to evolve. He's yeah. It's good to see him yeah. doing what he's doing. But, you know. Yeah, I think, you know, even with PWG, I guess the American Legion there is getting – or what – I don't know – I guess it's getting torn down, or they sold the building, and they've moved to uh, the Globe Theater. And someone just mentioned, I guess they had a show a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, it was just they were talking about how, remember when these ticket when these shows would sell out in minutes, uh-huh. and now it's show weekend, plenty of tickets available. Well, you know, WWE man, they, I mean, it was built on the back of the Young Bucks. And it was built on the back of Kevin Steen, and it was built on the back of Sami Zayn, El Generico. And, yeah. Uh, and all those guys are. Yeah, Adam Cole, Ricochet. Adam Cole, right, Ricochet. Yeah, he, uh, Will Ospreay. Yeah. Kenny Omega you know, yeah. showed up there. I mean, these guys are moving on now. And I'm, I, don't, I don't. People I, they can say what they want to say, but there's only so far. The people only get excited about guys who are five foot seven for so long. Right. Right. Eventually, eventually Frankenstein's got to kill some villagers. Right. Like the villagers can't win the whole time. Right, right. You know, and if everybody's a villager, then. <clears throat> so let's go back you five. Need a, you need a Jason Voorhees. Right, right. Yeah. You need a good heel, man. And when there's no, it's I'm just there's just I, no good I know heel. That there's a small percentage of the wrestling population that will make you believe that everybody wants every match to be five stars, but that is not how wrestling works. Right. There's nothing wrong. You should want to have good matches. I mean, I right. never want to say that having these whatever matches is not important. It is. But what people really want is the good versus evil. Right, and the, the you know the the bad versus or heel versus babyface, and they want to believe in something. That's what people want. Man. Would you say? Would you agree with this statement that sometimes a a well done three star match is basically a five star match because that's what you needed in that spot on the card. You need a solid, slow paced. You need this match to be what it is. You don't need to be something that's not. You need to be a certain pace. You need to be a certain feel. And it hits all, checks everything off the boxes. It may not fit Meltzer's criteria for a five-star match. But it is everything you need it to do in the flow of the show and fills a spot. And so history may show it as a three-star match. But when you look at it as a piece of the puzzle, you're like, it fit perfectly. Therefore, yeah, like if I'm... If every match is flying out of the ring and using chairs and using tables and bleeding and right, right, none of it is important. So if you, you know, like 
we've always thought, you know, you want up that roller coaster. I mean, the, like I rode uh, Big Thunder Mountain like yeah. seven times when we were at Disney, and it was those moments when it would fly up over the hill were awesome, and those moments when it would take the corner mm-hmm. were awesome, but there was also that build and that anticipation that would happen going up a hill. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's just, I think I've always thought a wrestling card should be made like a roller coaster, you know? Yeah. You don't want, it needs to be dips and valleys and turns and twists, and it needs to be high spots, and it needs to be low spots, and it needs to have a rest every now and then. Right, right. It needs to give you a break and a time to catch your breath, you know? That's what I like. So, I didn't think the Royal Rumble had that. I did think Wrestle Kingdom. I liked Wrestle Kingdom a lot more. Because to me, it felt better paced. I didn't watch it. Um, I need to. I think it's on access. Um, yeah, I watched it. Um, I might have access to it, my friend. I might have. Uh, I can share that with you. No, uh, I think it's on access. But I, but I, I watched it. The, you know, I got up. I didn't get up and watch it, but I watched it live when I got up. And uh, I think I got on the fight fight app. Um, that's another thing I want to talk about, but, but I, but to me, Wrestle Kingdom had a better, better flow. I, I know a lot of people might disagree with that, but I, I didn't feel like it was a long show, but I didn't feel like it drug on and on and on. I felt like the, the tempo of the matches and the play, I thought it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. So it's five years since WWE network. Now you've got, we're completely away from the pay-per-view, even though I bought, I mean, essentially I bought. Um, for example, Wrestle Kingdom as a pay per view, I did it through the Fight app, mm-hmm. where I can I can go on that app anytime and watch it. I'm it, I don't have to DVR it on a DVR. I've got access to it. Like th- the way we watch wrestling has changed. Well, the way we watch everything, right? Changed, man, uh, you competing with cell phones. Uh, There's things you would never have had to. You didn't you used to have to compete with the telephone, right? Yeah. Right. It just didn't. But now, like, all media, has, it's, it's just weird, man. There's so many distractions and right. ways to consume stuff now. Um, five years ago, um, Impact Wrestling is what it is now. You know, it's kind of. I'm convinced when WWE goes out of business, Impact's still going to be running in a gym somewhere. <laughs> um, but now we've had uh, Ring of Honor has, has definitely seen some tremendous growth over the last five years. Now you got right. all, I would say, I mean, they're, they're selling out Madison square garden with, with new Japan. No. So they're not selling out. They're selling it out with new Japan, but that's better than, I mean, they've had some successful, um, when's the last time they sold out a 5,000 seat arena? Um, I mean, I'm asking, I don't know. Um, I probably WrestleMania weekend last year. They tied it in with WrestleMania. They were, no, they were. How many it wasn't did they like, draw? It their, wasn't like, wait, was WrestleMania where it was at, and they were fifteen hundred miles away and drew five thousand. No, no, they were there for the weekend where all the wrestling. I'm talking about on their own, independently of anybody. Tell me how they are better off now than they were five years ago. What TV channel they on? Uh, probably the same one they were on five years ago, but they're owned by the TV company. Right. So they got money. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not saying they don't have money. Right. You're saying they're better off five years ago than they are now. I'm saying there's more. 
that I dispute. I would say there's more brand awareness of Ring of Honor. The fact that a guy like Bandito, who was put in the main event of All In and turned down WWE money to work for Ring of Honor, which mm-hmm. is, anyway, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is Ring of Honor has more brand equity than they did five years ago. Do they? I, I believe so. So you think if they sold the company today, it would be it would be worth more than what Sinclair Broadcasting paid for it? I don't know what Sinclair. Because that's brand equity, right? I would say so, yeah. I would they s- could, they, you think they could sell it today for more than they paid for it? Yeah. Significantly more? Or do you think that's not could, what you asked? Do you think they could make their money back? I'm would not that, saying they couldn't make their money back. I'm saying, do you think they I don't could, think they would. Do you think they could make a profit off selling that company today? Yeah, hmm. I do. See what they paid for it. I don't know. I'm gonna Google it. I think it's a lot less than you think it is. I think it probably is. Too. That's why. That's think, why I'm confident in my you, answer. I think you overestimate how much I think they paid. For it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think they paid a million for it? That's probably about right. I don't even. I don't even know how to Google it. That's a T-shirt right there. I don't even know how to Google it. <laughs> Hashtag Mark Whitman. I don't even know how to Google it. Um, five years ago, the Young Bucks were just another tag team. Now they're just another tag team. But here's the thing: you got it. Like to go from being just another tag team to. Being a part of a multi-million-dollar company, and not just, but like, that's pretty cool. They're a multi-million-dollar T-shirt company that's had one press conference. They haven't done anything yet. What are people so excited about? They don't even excited own, about the possibilities. They don't even own the broadcast rights to their first shit. Yeah, that was bad business. But they do, they do have a te- television deal in place. Do they? With who? Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not allowed to say. I'll tell you off the air. Well, of course you will. If you didn't, that'd be hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were a patron, you'd already know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I tell our patrons everything. You do, and uh, and but I don't even. <laughs> you hadn't told me yet. Of course, I don't care. But, no, you, listen, you're. I'm the optimist of the group. What did you no, find no. there? No, listen, I like. Trust me. Uh, Wells Fargo and analyst placed it under ten million. Which sounds like it's either a way of saying that it was more than five. Huh. Which is more than WWE. If it was five million, it says the article said. If they paid five million for it, um WWE paid four point three million for WCW. So they would have paid more for Ring of Honor than WWE paid for WCW and Vince got some got something out of that. Because really, all ring, all they got out of Ring of Honor now is a bunch of guys who went to WWE and who are going to go to All In Wrestling or whatever. Right, all, right, all right. I don't know that. That's who I think. I'm not sure that Ring of Honor is not the casualty of this, of this deal. No, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Ring of Honor stands to lose the most, especially if. And tomorrow's a big day because tomorrow, today is the last. We're recording this on January 31st. 
Today's the last day of Kenny Omega's New Japan contract. Mm-hmm. By the time we record again, he's probably already signed probably. somewhere, and all signs point to him signed with All Elite Wrestling. Five years ago, who oh, was? Uh huh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish that. I'm like five years ago. Who was Kenny Omega? Now he's like the hottest free agent in wrestling. People mm-hmm. clamoring for him to be to be their guy to be uh, at the Royal Rumble. People telling me up and down, oh, yeah, he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. That was what I wanted to bring up. All these people that were online saying, what if Omega should come out? I'm like, do you not, you not have a – and maybe that's why wrestling storyline – No, let's talk so about – yes, please. Maybe it let's really do is this. why they have to be – why they can't go into, uh, well, it's this technique called this, and they took the pick, took <laughs> him out. Maybe they can't do that because right. people are too stupid to comprehend – that he has a legally binding agreement yeah. that says he can't go anywhere Listen. until until such and such a date. It's it's all legal. It's on paper. Right. And it ain't like he just goes and, well, they'll pay his fine. Right. That's what people what were saying. What people you, were like, you people are so stupid yeah. that you don't understand the, the simplest of concepts and they what were a like, contract is. And they were like, oh, but WWE can buy his contract now. I'm like, that's not how this works. Yeah, and I even it said. It doesn't work that and way. And I even said, does this happen in, like, I assume you watch other sports. Right. I mean, does a guy get to, like. Did Tom Brady get to Matter the Super Matter of fact, and I don't know everybody's name, somebody the other day w- said uh, he was leaving the team that he was on to go play for somebody else, and now he's facing millions of dollars of fines. He right? got fined 50 th- Anthony Davis. Okay, his, there you go. His uh, agent uh, publicly demanded a trade against NBA rules. He was fined $50,000. There you go. And can, can he pay that probably? Right. I get it. And WWE could probably, right. if they had wanted him, I guarantee you, if they'd wanted him bad enough, they probably could have said, right. hey, how much time's left on his contract? We'll, see, we'll pay that. Yeah. We'll let, I'm sure they could have done that. But there's so many legal loopholes right. to jump through. But that's the fantasy. Like, people treat wrestling like it's fantasy sports. Like it's, uh, what's the deal where you just... Uh, because they've all been told by the people in it that it's not real. Right. So they don't even believe that the concept of the contract is real. Listen, people need to understand. To me, to me ooh, let's go here. To me, the one of the biggest changes in the last five years is the contract in wrestling. Uh, I heard a guy say this morning that, uh, as we chased this rabbit, he was talking about Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. and he said, man, this is the most exciting time in wrestling in 20 years. He, he said, because no one's changed. There's been no place for anybody to go. He said, we haven't had these discussions. So-and-so signing here. He said for 20 years, there's been one place to work. He said, it's something to talk about. Mm-hmm. And. And I thought, you know what? That's true. We like this whole contract season and all elite wrestling, but but it's it's a lot of legal stuff that fans. And really, is is Dean Ambrose going to be that big of a loss? No. And is he going to make that big of a splash? No, he's not. He's not. Dean Ambrose is not moving a needle. No. I'm sorry. No. He just ain't. I, well, we he agree. Ain't that good. 
No. He's one of the more overrated guys in wrestling. Oh, my. For a long time. He just is. I, that's going to get more heat than your toxic masculinity. Uh, he cuts good promos. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. In an era when everybody cuts mediocre promos, he cuts one that's a little better than average. People talk Kinda about. Kind of like CM Punk. People talk about. All right. Let's talk about he last look, five. He looks like a bus driver. The uh, let's talk about Dean Ambrose because people are talking about, well, you know, Dean Ambrose has just been booked so poorly. Let's talk about Dean Ambrose last part. He was one of the hottest acts of the last 20 years, he's won every title. What more that could they have done to get this guy over? He's held every money in the bank winner. Did he ever win the Royal Rumble? I don't know. I don't know if he did one Royal Rumble, but but it's like he had that bad match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And everybody's like, well, Lesnar didn't want to wrestle him and blah, 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 blah. And it's like it got Dean Ambrose this career sympathy. Right. Like poor None Dean, of it was his fault. Poor Dean Ambrose. And it's like everything bad that happened to him, it was because Brock Lesnar uh-huh. didn't want to like go over his match 20 times in the back. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar, he, here's him going over his match. All right. Uh, German suplex. German suplex. Uh, Hope spot. German suplex. Uh, maybe hope spot F five I win. Yeah, I heard Catch Ricky check. Ricky Morton talking to some guys one time, and he wasn't having this kind. Of, he was telling about the conversation yeah. that he had. So he's telling, you know how Ricky is. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll as Ricky Morton guy, will tell a story. He'll tell a story, boy. So he's saying, he said we're back here. Um, these guys sit down and they start telling me everything that we're gonna do in this match. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. And he said, fellas, let me tell you what we're going to do. Y'all going to kick my ass for about 15 minutes. And then I'm going to give that man right there a hot tag. And then we're going to hit you with a double drop kick and we're going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do in this match. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, he knows. Ricky Martin knows what Ricky Martin's going to do. Right. You know, just when you were talking about going over the match with Brock, it reminded me of hearing him tell that story. Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, let's say Ric Flair, let's say Ric Flair was 50 and he still needed some money and he was working independence. Mm-hmm. Like, like, kind of like real life. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's 50. Yeah, right. But he can command 10 grand in appearance. But let's say up. he comes in to wrestle. Can you imagine him going over his match? Well, I read a story the other day about him and Lesnar. Um, really? Where. And I don't know. I mean, I guess they had a match on Raw. Yeah. Because I want to go back and watch it. Yeah. Somebody said, if you want to see how good Brock is, go watch that match. Because mm. it's uh, there again. I don't mm-hmm. know if how true it is, but the story's been passed down that um, that Flair didn't know what to do. Because he, like in his mind, who's going to believe this? Mm-hmm. I'm 60 years old. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with this guy? Right. You know? And they said that Lesnar led that match. Really? And, and that was really good like he told him come i just do what i tell you to do and it'll be good wow that's what i'm reading some stories lately about lesnar that are saying a lot of it come out after he threw that belt. the the clip of him throwing the and that was from like belt. wrestlemania last year right but everybody thought it happened this year yeah because it played right after they did they knew what they were doing yeah they knew what they were doing. yeah but uh but yeah said that he he actually cares more. We were talking about this off the air, I think, where he nixed the Shane McMahon match. Yeah. He said no. 
Mike. I don't think he did want to work with Ambrose. You know, it was it was five years ago that we were leading into the end of the streak. Yeah, and that's right. what really yeah, that's started right. this current mm-hmm. reign of Brock Lesnar. Which, as we've talked about, anybody that thought Roman Reigns was the number one guy in that company has not been watching. No. <laughs> he was the number one. He was the number two guy in that company. Yeah. But he was never, he's not. Nobody's the number one guy in that company but Brock Lesnar until Brock decides he's ready to go somewhere. Right. Which, according to reports, AEW Wrestling is. Who knows, man? Going to offer him some big money. It is cool. I mean, I hope nobody wants that to be successful more than me. Yeah. Like, I I hope there was nothing would make me happier than, than it helped make WWE better. Yeah, yeah. And they put on, you know, AEW puts on good shows. And yeah. It, it brings Ring of Honor up as like this feeder system. And, those I, guys. and the, the indies here, PWX. Yes. The guys that. Yeah. And not just them, all of them, EWF and yeah. all, I mean, whatever. I can, you know, yeah. Golden Corner and, and Three Count. Yeah. If all of them get better, a high tide raises all the That's right. The ships. And, I mean, you're going to have guys. There's still guys running around today. Lodi and um, um, Gangrel. That's just around here. <coughs> yeah. There are other guys in different parts of the country. Um. That are still making appearances on all these indie shows. So you're going to see that. Right, right. You know, as these guys leave the big companies and start doing independent shows and working around different areas. That's it. I want to see it raise the whole. I want to see WWE get back to where they used to be. Yeah, I. What I'm most excited about AEW, and if they do what they say they're going to do, it's. That they want to be, they don't want to, they're not going to do what WCW did in the sense that, or impact of trying to out WWE, WWE. They truly want to be an alternative, different kinds of wrestling. And I think that's going to be great. I hope, I hope that um, Cody learned from his father. Um, Because Dusty was Dusty. Yeah. Dusty was, along with like Andre the Giant and a couple of other guys, were the only guys that could travel around as a national, a nationwide, a worldwide, really, attraction. Because he could go to Japan, too, without being a champion. Yeah. Without being the NWA champion, Dusty yeah. could travel around and he could go work Madison Square Garden. He could, And you could bring Dusty in and bring your houses up. Right. And when he got the book in Crockett, even people got tired of Dusty. Yeah. Cody ain't dusty. No, no. Cody was, whether people want to hear it or not, where he was at on the card in WWE is about where he belonged. Yeah. He's not that good. He's just not. Right. You know how I know? I watched that match with Okada. Right. And Okada had to work down to Cody's level. No, I think that's, yeah, yeah. If you know anything about what you're watching, in, in all Okada f- had to work down. And in, But in all fairness... Okada is a great, I mean, a phenomenal worker. I, I but, know, and that match was just okay. 
No, oh, yeah, 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 I agree. You're right. He is a phenomenal worker, and that match was just okay. Yeah. And it wasn't just okay because of Okada. Right. It was just okay because he had to work at Cody Rhodes' level. Yeah. I think um, – And if Cody books himself right. to be the main focal point and star of that show, then forget it. Yeah. Now, he and Juice uh, had – I, I really enjoyed their match at uh, – not saying he's not no, good. No, 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 no. Right, oh, right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he ain't good. What I'm right. saying is if him and the Young Bucks overexpose themselves. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you, it ain't going to work. And I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. And if they're doing this, how smart would it be of them in their early 30s to have already worked themselves into office positions Mm-hmm. Where they're not having to wrestle till they're yeah. to where they're they're you know they're not here Sabu you know right. here's a question as we both know there's always not always mm-hmm. but wrestling promotions independent wrestling shows how many times do you see a money guy invest in an independent wrestling company right right. What always happens? We've talked about it. Eventually, he wants to do something that the guy who's booking don't want to do. No, that's right. And then yeah. what happens? Right. Oh, that's when. And it, it always goes. Sour. Sour. Yeah. So what happens when the guy with the money starts wanting to make booking decisions? Right. Right. And what happens when the guys who are making booking decisions start wanting to tell the money guy how to spend his money? Right. That's. Once that happens, we'll see whether that company makes it. See, I think that's – I heard somebody use the term infrastructure, that mm-hmm. that's going to be so key for AEW, the office that they have in place. You know, one thing One thing that has surprised me, and uh, how do I – how do I share this information? So, people would be – shocked at how small the New Japan office is. I'm talking about from the secretary to the president. They would be absolutely shocked. There are church staffs bigger than the New Japan office. Right. And and yet they're the second biggest wrestling company in the world. Um, however, as we've seen, having that smaller office and trying to expand in the United States, that's one thing that wasn't on the radar five years ago. Uh, we're recording this in this weekend. You know, they're doing tonight, January 31st, they're in Los Angeles, then Charlotte, then they're doing Nashville. But a lot of people don't know, New Japan tried to – I'll get to where I'm going here in a second. I Pardon. wish you'd get there, boy. Uh, New Japan was trying to book a show in Atlanta on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't get it. They didn't. wasn't on their radar. Mm-hmm. Um, I say all that to say it's very important the infrastructure, the AEW. They've got to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're gonna, we're gonna let you slide on. This sorry. One. I get how long of a pass do I get? <laughs> um. 
<coughs> but no, I've been thinking about that. And I also feel like, um, you know, Tony Khan is an analytics guy. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at, he's, their company is starting off with statistics and things that weren't even a thing five years ago. Mm-hmm. They're looking at trends on Twitter and, and where tweets are, it's crazy. Um, the bottom line is this. Uh, Brock Lesnar is one of the most believable wrestlers in the last 20 years. <laughs> of all time. Of all time, yeah. Like, I believe you could put Brock Lesnar in a ring with Luthez, Ed Lewis. Yeah. Whoever. Harley yeah. Race, Ming. You could put him in there with anybody that you consider tough and legitimate. And yeah. I'm, I'm Briscoe. And who knows? I mean, he. The thing that I like about Lesnar is what a lot of people don't like about Lesnar is just pay the man. He just won't. He's yeah, I like that. He's like pay him what he wants. Pay me. You want me to do what? All right. You know. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Um. There was something else I wanted to. I mean, five years ago, in five years, you and I have been involved with various wrestling. Promotions, mm-hmm. helped book shows, done commentary. Mm-hmm. We we got to meet some of our heroes. Yeah. Who, who? What's been your favorite interaction in the last uh, five years? Booking Nikita Koloff to throw a Russian suit. Yeah, that was awesome. And him agreeing to do it. You know that was. Yeah. But, I like that hands down. Just to ask him, would you mind doing this? And him saying, Yeah, no problem. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite moments. One of the most surreal moments of the last five years for me was uh, I was rushing home a couple of days before Karen passes when she kind of took a turn for the worst. And I'm pulling into my driveway, and Nikita Koloff calls me. And uh, he he was talking to a friend of mine. They were getting ready to do some work together and just called me to pray for me. And I just thought, what in the world? What planet am I living on yeah. that uh, – that was cool. I think meeting meeting Dusty Rhodes. I mean, yeah, the, the fan. Well, okay, that was that's a different scenario. Right? No, right. Yeah, meeting Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. Finding and, out and, you were the missing Anderson. Right, and not just meeting him, but like getting that. Yeah. Um, telling Oli, this guy would have made a hell of an Anderson back in the day, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how cool was that? Yeah. That and that was to me that showcased. Dusty mm-hmm. of why he was as big a star as he was. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't just me. It wasn't like I got some special moment with him. I watched him do that with everybody Every before person. they got there. You know, and you said something about the Midnight Rider. I don't know, baby, but you know. Right. You know? And it just like to watch him do that with everybody and then to have that little moment with him. That's, that's awesome. And we've seen lots of people not do that. Yeah, man. There's so many people that you know. Listen, I'm Scott Steiner. I always like, but he was very much. I didn't yeah. feel like there was any kind of special interaction there with him. Honky Tonk Man was great. Booker T. Booker T. Was great. Jim uh, Jim Cornette was great. Jimmy Hart was great. Um, but Booker T.'s been one of my favorites that we've made. Yeah. Um, just. To make him laugh and like, to, yeah, to, and to make his brother laugh cause it, by cracking on Booker, right? You know what I mean? When I mean, nobody else 
was cracking right. jokes at Booker T's. Who, whose boot is this? Who, if somebody <laughs> put a lift in this boot? <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I'll never forget, you know, they thought you were a, a murderer. Yeah. They thought you, you were like, like a that dude up there shooting up Washington <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know? And, and then, like, to, to, to kind of joke around with it, well, that was great. Um, how he taught, man. We taught Jim yeah. Cornette, when you told Cornette you'd give him $20 to hit me with the racket, and he did it. Yeah. You know? I think. Um, you never paid him, did you? No. <laughs> no. Um, I think. <laughs> Y'all right there? <laughs> my arm got caught in the. I had my arm here, and it got caught on the way up. You don't have to listen, Mark. You're among friends. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to make. Uh, I'm admiring this great cup. What? Your your mug there, Scott. It's engraved. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. I think. Uh, I remember I you said mentioned Dusty. I you know, I think back to all the people we've met, all the events we've been to, all the people we've been around. I will never forget being in that hallway downstairs at the Charlotte Hilton and Dusty comes down the hallway. Mm-hmm. There was an air about him. Mm-hmm. There was something in the crowd. That I have not sensed from anyone else at any time. The X factor. Yes. That they talk about. He has it. Cause when, you're right. When he walked in the room, he's a guy. I've heard Dusty say this about other people. Mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes was a guy who even if you didn't know who Dusty Rhodes was, you would have known he was somebody. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He has that air about it. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but he's somebody. Right. I think now guys make so many appearances mm-hmm. that it's, it's just become, special. it's not special it's anymore. It's not special. I mean, could you imagine telling me and you at, at 10 years old that not only are you going to meet Dusty Rhodes, yeah. he's going to take a picture with you holding the NWA title. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, gosh. With the, I mean, I couldn't, I I'm going to get to fathom. hold an NWA title <clears throat> belt? Right. I can't fathom how excited. To, I know how excited I was at my age. Right. I can't fathom how excited I would have been. If you'd have told me at age. I, I yeah. would have wanted to go to bed and wake up 30 years later. Right. If you had told me, you know, one day, uh, Heath, you can, you'll be able to order this belt. Mm-hmm. Like, What? You'll be able to have this and that. it's like what? I mean, back then no one had wrestlers' autographs. Now you can get anybody's mm-hmm. autograph yeah. for the most part. Yeah, if you try hard enough, you can. Um, you can track them down. Yeah, it's uh, and us. I like another one of my favorite things is me and you doing commentary. Yeah, the, the times we've done it, I like. I've always enjoy like. I always enjoy when we go see wrestling together. And then to get kind of, not only did we get to go, like we didn't have to pay to be there. <laughs> like that was always for me. Like I would have probably paid the 10 bucks to come to your show, mm-hmm. but now you're paying me to sit here and not just watch it, watch it from the best seat in the house and do what we were going to do anyway. Talk crap about it. <laughs> like, I get to, like I get to play the role of talking the crap that I would talk anyway. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, we've we've made money in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, you have a T-shirt with your name on it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty cool thing, man. I agree. It's very cool. Um, if you want to buy a T-shirt, SOSCustomTees.com is the official T-shirt sponsor. And for also for 2019, they've signed up to be a sponsor again. So we want to thank all our good friends over there. Um, yeah, it's just been a fun. Like I think about everything that's happened the last five years, and like I'm thinking about like what's the next five years going to look like? You know? Yeah. I hope better. You know what I mean? We've had a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I, hope I think you know. For for me, I can't imagine. Like, personally, the last five years have been some of the hardest years of my life. Right. And probably people listening to this show never even caught a whiff of that. If you're just somebody right. listening to the Double Drop Kick show mm-hmm. at one of the many countries around the world, Germany, Japan, China, Brazil, uh, all 50 states, you're just listening. You have no idea what's been going on behind the scenes. And now... To, to the the scent. I mean, when you've watched, you know, the most special person in your life just kind of fade, and you've been trying to care for them, and that that weight of responsibility, which you gladly bore, which you swore in front of God and a whole group of people, you would do to to know that that part of your life. I mean, as devastating as it is that that part of your life is over. There is a weight mm-hmm. that is, there was a weight that every time for the last five years that we've hit record, that's not here, there today, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there was always a, I knew at any moment recording something could happen and I'd have to drop everything. And it has. Yes. A few times. Yeah. It did a few times. Why was she fell one time? Yeah. I remember when we were recording. And yeah. We had to stop for the day. Yeah. I can remember that. Um, so I, yeah, I got to think that, uh, I mean, I got to think we're going to, we got some good days ahead and some, I know, hopefully some good trips ahead. Um, I think about the advancements you have made, uh, career wise. Mm -hmm. It's been good, man. That's been, yeah, that's been real good. (laughs) (laughs) Real good. Yeah. I mean, that was a. As we've talked, I mean, putting, like, yeah, sometimes you got to put those childish things away, you know? You put the childish things away, and I doubled down you on did. them. You did. You did. But, I mean, you had a. I needed I an escape. Yeah, you needed something. And, I mean, you can't, I don't, I think what a lot of people, and you, you, you know, we've talked about this, you, you don't work the same kind of schedule that I no. work. And, um for you to, to be gone one Saturday, it's not that big a deal. Right. Because you're home the other five days. Right, right, and, right. And the other 23 hours and 45 minutes on Sunday. <laughs> K-Fay, baby, K-Fay. So, I mean, it, for you to do something like that, it's not. I don't think it was taking time away from your family or anything. Um, but, yeah, you needed something, you know. I can remember, like, telling my wife what we were talking about it, you know. And, when I was kind of done, she said, "What he what's he's going to do? I said, uh, I think he's going to keep on trying to go do commentary and record some shows and stuff like that. And she said, well, he probably needs something. Right. Yeah, he probably needs something. Like right, that. right, right. 
And I think what made I think what I figured out is, hey, give me a mic and the camera, and y'all do all the other stuff. Right. Let me stay out of all of that. I don't need to be making any of those decisions. Um, and I figured out that I don't know how to book wrestling in 2019 or 2018. Um, I think you could book a very good alternative. I think you would book wrestling people didn't know they needed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But when, but when you and I talk, and like to us, it's just like simple and logical, but it's like, yeah, back to what we were talking about to be begin with, like they want the match to be more complicated and the storyline to be simple now. <laughs> when it used to be oh. simple matches, telling so like they used to just tell the David and Goliath story, but you didn't have to tell everybody that it was the David and Goliath. Like used to be, uh, the the viewing public could watch, could turn it on. Like that's a big guy versus a little guy, but oh, David and Goliath. Right. Oh my. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to tell them 15 times that that's what they were watching. They just knew. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. It used to be you didn't have to tell fans at home, good God almighty, he's broken in half. They could see for themselves. They could see for themselves. (laughs) Oh, my. He is broken in half. He looks to be broken in half. You didn't need to tell the fans, oh, my, we're out of time. They knew. Oh my! Well, it's about eleven o'clock. I reckon. <laughs> Listen, that's one thing I regret for wrestling fans today. Kids today don't know what it's like a main a pay per view main event quality match starting at twelve fifty five. They don't know what it's like to watch a wrestling show where you don't get to see two main event guys in the main event of the the free show. Right. Or if you do, it's going to turn off early. Yeah, you ain't gonna see the finish of that no. match. I never saw the finish of a match. No, and you tune in next week thinking you don't see get to see the end of that. They would just replay <laughs> what they showed you. That's right. They cut it off, and then somebody come cut a promo. Yeah, about what happened at the end of that match. It's uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they don't know how good they got it now, and gripe about everything. Nah. They got wrestling 24 hours a day at their fingertips. Fingertips, Mark. Could you imagine? We would have flunked out of school. 12 years old. I got, wait a minute. You're telling me (laughs) that I got 40 years worth of wrestling that I can sit here and watch. I can start watching now. Right. And watch every single I would never leave my room. Oh, my God, man. Dude, I would have been in a hog. You know what twelve year with the WWE network when I was Do you know what twelve year old Mark would have said? What's that? What's a pay per view? (laughs) Mark, you got forty years of pay per view. They didn't have TV (laughs) forty years ago. That's true. (laughs) Anyway, all of this to say thank you to all of our many (coughs) Excuse me. Good night. (laughs) Uh, thank you to all of our many fans and listeners. Over the last five years, some of you some of you have been with us the entire five years. You've been following us. You've been a member of our Facebook group, the wrestling you grew up with, ninety over ninety thousand members. Uh, you know we it, that's been a fun group to be to be you know to to watch grow. Good night. I remember it's like oh man, we just crossed a thousand people. Never right. in a million uh, years did I think. 
90,000 people and uh, craziness. And then uh, Mark kept pestering me, we need to start Patreon. We need to start Patreon. Well, Mark, how do you spell it? <laughs> Patreon? No, I'm just kidding. You know what I noticed something about you? What's that? That's happened like just recently. What's that? You started firing back at me. What? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> great man is it good it's great like you didn't for five years i would crack on you and you wouldn't say anything and last night you were cracking on me on twitter what did you i cracking on me talking about therapy oh. like, what do you think you do every two weeks with me just, i just think it's great i'm not yeah mark's like i've never needed therapy or religion i've just been meeting with a pastor for counseling every two weeks for the last five years <laughs> What if I met with you for counseling? What do you think? Like, Mark, I count all this as ministry. <laughs> you have to count it as something. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as we're getting credit. Oh, oh, as the... As the people like to say, oh, the big man upstairs. He's <laughs> giving me. The big man upstairs. Listen, oh my gosh. I, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't call the Lord that. Oh, I know you don't. I had a, a preacher friend of mine one time. He used to get really upset when people would say that. Yeah. He's an old Southern Baptist preacher, though. He would, hey, Forenza. He would let you know quick. Yeah. He ain't, no, ain't no man. Yeah, that that's his, right. That was his thing. All right, well, the dog. talks about the crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to let this dog out. So, hey, five years, we're down to one dog and one cat. I got to take my daughters to school, and then I'm taking Mark to lunch. That's a five-year tradition that's not going to change. It started with lunch. It'll continue with lunch. Um, Patreon.com slash Double Dropkick. You can get a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff if you – are a fan of independent wrestling in the Southeast, I guarantee you this, you are not going to get more in-depth coverage of the minutia of independent. You're going to hear behind-the-scenes stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. That's kind of what my passion is. My passion is local independent wrestling. I don't – listen, Meltzer can have the WWE. Uh, he doesn't I, like WWE. Well, he that's what he, he sure does talk about. He can have New Japan. Uh Bruce Mitchell can have uh, C- Crockett. CWF. CWF. Minute. Actually, I'm reporting on them now, too. Yeah, um, anyway, I don't know what I'm He's trying to say. He's probably giving you the scoops, isn't he? Well, they're all buddy-buddy now. No, I, that's funny you should ask. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, he'll, he'll probably have you on his show here for long, and that'll make me hot. No, no, that's still a, that's still very much a. Uh, I was going to talk to him at the New Japan show that I'm not going to now. The No Japan show. That's a whole other story. But hey, thanks for five great years. Thanks to Mark for uh, this was his idea. Thanks to you, man. Appreciate what a, you. All I do is hit record and you were saying, edit and you were saying pay for things. everything. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Where this backbone come from all of a sudden? <laughs> now, you said a lot of nice things about me when we were starting today, and I just want you to know they're all true, and I'm Mark Whitman. <laughs> Did I say I'm not spelling it? They're all thrown out. All right. See you all later. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.